Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Joe McAdam is sort of a catch-up, mostly about smoked meats recorded soon after Thanksgiving. If you are in the D.C. and or Chicago area, please know that we have anniversary shows. It's our 14th year. We're in the midst of year 15, so it's our 14th year anniversary shows on December 11th at DC9 in Washington, D.C., and December 23rd at The Hungry Brain in Chicago, Illinois. And I promise that those episodes are absolutely nothing like this episode. If you like this episode, please consider donating to our Patreon. We have that. Money is real. Please give it to me. That'd be fun. Uh, Don't follow us on social media. Social media? Social media. It's all a fucking sham, man. It's all a sham. Whatever. I'm 40. Who cares? Okay, so thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. How long did you smoke your turkey? That's really impolite to ask you gotta lead with the hot ones (laughs) i did a let me see i I think i I got it on the fire or on on the grill at like 7 a.m yeah Eh, maybe 7 to uh, 12 30 oh okay so you you did four and a half five hours yeah wow so you started prepping the grill at 7 a.m or like the bird was on the grill at 7 Bird, bird on at seven. I did a, probably maybe, you know, prepping, just getting a good fire going about 30 minutes. Okay. How long did you brine the bird? Uh, a day and a half. And really? uh, did a buttermilk, a uh, big bag of buttermilk for about a day and a half. A big bag of buttermilk for a day and a half? Yeah. Holy God. How big is the turkey? You know, I didn't even look. I don't, I, I don't it's probably 16 ish. So, I, you- I, based on, you know, holding it, I feel like about 16. Okay. Size of a, a small, uh, medium, medium, small dog. Sure. So you decided to do it four and a half to five and a half hours based on nothing but the potential weight of the turkey, not because you were te- te- checking the temperature. Why? What determined the timeline? Um, I operate on vibes. <laughs> and this is. We're different people. <laughs> I did, I had a 12 and a half pound turkey and I did four hour, four, three and a half to four hours on the grill. And I feel like I maybe went a half an hour too long. I, okay. So I watched, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just a YouTube uh, chef. You know what I mean? I've, I've done some kitchen jobs, but I'm mostly a YouTube guy. Real quick. Who isn't? And if they yeah, are not, exactly. they're liars. Yes. It, yeah, it or like, oh no, I refuse to ever get good at anything. <laughs> it, there's free yeah lessons for everything yeah you can pull up experts i'm i i feel so old being uh just being like can you believe it but it's it's amazing <laughs> uh so i watched a few turkey videos that were just about um proper cooking temperatures and that's really all i followed was like what's a good temperature yeah. for uh dark meat and white meat and um I, I knew like, okay, chicken, I do chicken a lot. 164 is like the, the zone you want for a piece of chicken, but it can go under. Really quick, you, when you say that's the temperature of the chicken you want when it's done, or that's the temperature of the grill you want? Chicken, finished chicken. Of course. Okay, that. great. Yeah. Same page. But like grill temp, I usually shoot for like a 250 because I like doing, I, I like it being long. I like it taking a long time. I so just, you want your grill itself to be 250 degrees? Yeah. So, or so, or higher, it depends. You know, I mean. So what were, what was the what was the smoked turkey grill temperature for the duration? And I, obviously, it's not going to be maintaining because I'm assuming you're using coal as well. 
I have I start with the basic coals. Yeah. Light them up and then wood on top. Yeah. And um, then you replenish throughout. Mostly just replenishing with wood. Not oh, okay. Doing a, not doing a ton of coal replenishing. It just kind of just kept going uh, through wood alone. What was your base temperature of the I, fire? I probably had it about two seventy five. Okay, so you were you were running there. a little bit higher than me, and I still feel like I went too long. What did so did the turkey turn out a little dry? What do you got? What's going no? It was on? perfectly fine. It was just I think that I got a little afraid because like I'm like oh a three year old might eat some of this. Three year old didn't eat one bite. I don't know why I was concerned about a three year old. That was stupid. Not happening. Yeah. yeah. Um and and because of that I was like well I can't this part of the bird might be a little bit under when I like just it's because you're probably hitting bone. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. I'm not thinking clearly because I'm sleep deprived and stuff like that. So. If I was doing this again today, I would have pulled it like an hour, maybe even more, and just ran with it. Did you? Um, so I, I don't. I don't get why. Who cares if it's not dry? It's probably fine then, right? I mean, you know, you're you're good. It I didn't enjoy my skin. A little long. I didn't enjoy my skin. I feel like it got too. It got almost flavorless. Okay, so you kind of just cooked all the fun out of it. Exactly. It all dripped it out of the bird. Exactly. No more fun left. No more fun. <laughs> but I, okay, so. Did you get ball, a good gravy out of it? Out of the no, drippings? that's the thing. I didn't even use any of it for the gravy. This is so, the problem. Well, no, that's not the problem. Here's why. <laughs> uh, little, the, the baby's got food allergies because his stomach's not developed yet. So he can't have any dairy or soy, right? Which means that my wife can't have any dairy or soy which means that all the recipes that you want to have these delicious gravies and stuff like that from is from things that involve dairy and soy. Mm-hmm. So I had to do a gravy that was just like, I, I knew all the ingredients. And so I made this umami gravy, which was awesome. And I have no complaints whatsoever, but the idea of doing like the smoked gravy thing and the, any, any food, food things that can make anybody sick. I can't do that right now. I can't roll no, those dice. Yeah, no, no time for this. It's just a stress and a, and a yeah. Yeah, I want to do those things. I want to eat the raw meat and make everyone eat the raw meat drippings. I'm with you. Yeah, no, of course. We, listen, if it were just us fellas, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> just us mountain men. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Here's my issue with all of this. Do you find yourself wanting to do another smoked thing the next day? Um, the next day, no, I wanted to not do anything at all the next day. I made, I think eight dishes that day. I wanted to just smoke meat the next day, like as soon as possible. Okay. Okay. But not turkey. Yeah. Not turkey. I don't care about the turkey. I'll smoke anything. Uh, Yeah. Well, how how often are you smoking, um, day to day life? Uh, at most once every nine months. Okay. So I've been like... The last like two years, I've been doing it almost maybe every other week, ish, and so I'm like I'm good on smoking. Okay, constantly. two two important questions. Number one, what does your wife think of your clothes reeking of smoke? It's a huge aphrodisiac. It's uh, it's we're in horny city. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, have you smoked non meat stuff? Uh, yeah, and it's hard to. Do I because it's with meat you go um, 
with a, like a lot of smoke. It takes a while and you, you can, you know, with anything else that's more delicate, it, I, I tried it and I was like, oh, I'm just going way too long. There's way too much smoke on it and it tastes bitter and shitty. Got it. Um, so I need, I've not like, a, I've not like spent a lot of time adjusting my technique. Um, but I'm, I want to figure out, uh, pickled eggs, smoked pickled eggs. And I've done a, a, a good amount of like, um, what a cauliflower. That's, that's a pretty decent one. And, um, I've also just smoked like, you can just smoke like a mac and cheese or something. And that's pretty good too. Now, if you're smoking a mac and cheese, do you just like put it on for five minutes at the end just to get the smet, the flavor, or is it the entire run? Um, yeah, just a little bit. When you're when you've already made the dish, just pop it on for just a little bit. You don't want to go too long with it. Do you have any thoughts about smoked cocktails? Um, I I, I guess that's fine. Have you ever done one? <laughs> I've had them. Yeah, I've I've had like where they have like a, they have a bubble on it and they sure. pop it in. No, like a I thing get of, no, no, know, I get that. Like that I'm talking thing. about you. Have you made any? No. Have you? That sounds like a pain in the ass. <laughs> that sounds like a huge. There's. I'm not ever. I'm not. It's too much. It's too this much. might be the dumbest question, um, and I might only be asking it because of what's behind you. Have you ever smoked a hot dog? Yeah, absolutely. That hot seems dogs, like sausages, brats, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like have I done that on accident a million times? Does this count? I mean, like if if you're doing it just straight up over a, like a smoky grill, that's kind of like a gross version of it. But yeah. it's like, if, but if you yeah, like a good like wood smoke, like a flavorful, you know, I, what I'll do is um, spray them with oil, and then they just kind of like a it, the smoke latches on a little bit, and you put them on just for a little bit. It's kind of nice. Why does this bring me more joy and uh, more uh, feelings of being alive than anything else? It's because as modern men, <laughs> we have seen the, the film Fight Club and then we, un- <laughs> we understood that that's not the healthy way to do it, but we still have the primal need. And this is, what it, this is how it manifests. <sighs> is this why King of the Hill has such lasting power? Yes, yes, okay. this is exactly it. <laughs> cool. Like, I'm not, I haven't rewatched King of the Hill at all, but my friend bought a house um, like a half an hour outside of Baltimore. And he his property's big enough where like he had to get a riding lawnmower, right? Yeah. And he's got like hills and shit. And all he, he's like, yeah, he just wants to talk about riding his lawnmower. Yeah, sounds and, amazing. And he was like a former professional skateboarder. So this is not like. Mm-hmm. To me, he's not a nerd or a dweeb. I mean, he probably is now. I probably am, and you probably are, but that's okay. These labels, nerd, dweeb, you know. They're cool labels. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. But, but like, I saw your Thanksgiving. It looked delightful. You had a bunch of people. But the thing that looked the best to me was the the smoked meat. That's my, like, I... um... I like smoking meat in large part because you get to spend five and a half hours uh, sitting around. Yeah. And it's really nice to just, it's meditative. It's just very good for me. I'm trying to explain that to my wife and I don't think she gets it, nor do I want her to because then it's like weird. You know what I mean? Well, it's, it's, it's for you. Well, it's Some not just, that. just for you, you know, I, I don't want it to be just for me. I do want it to be a communal thing, but also like, I know, I understand you don't want a reek of smoke. Sure. And I get that. Yeah, of course. I understand it's not healthy for a baby to reek of smoke. Just, just change your shirt. 
<laughs> oh, hey, can I give you, if you get into smoking more and more, um, like a, a thing that I just got that I'm like, oh, this is changing the game so I don't smell as bad is a leaf blower, a very like uh, low, like low power, you know, battery operated leaf blower. And I don't have to like lean in and, and like stoke the fire with like by blowing on it. I just can kind of hang out away from the smoke and put a, a low setting leaf blower on it to give it some oxygen. That's interesting. Why not just use a fan? That's not fun. I know. I have I, a little I, fan <laughs> that goes on strollers. I could just use okay. that. I, I, I'm sure you, yeah, that would absolutely work as well. I just wanted, I like gear. <laughs> I'm a gear guy. Hold on one second. Have you been, have you quit Twitter yet? Yeah, I'm, I'm off. Did you delete it or just stop, like block? Like, how'd you do I it? Just, I just stopped, took it off my phone and stopped logging in. Yeah. You know? I did that a long time ago. <laughs> well, it's, it's like, I, I, uh, I've always disliked it and I've never gotten anything good out of it and I've never appreciated um, what it is and does. Uh, yeah, that's a good reason I, not to do it. <laughs> I know a lot of people love it and they get something out of it or they've gotten a job or they meet people mm-hmm. or they, you know, it's a good way to keep connected and oh, yeah. whatever. I, I get, I understand the value, but, um, uh, I don't feel like at all comfortable with, uh, being like, Oh yeah, I'm providing all the free, uh, unpaid for content for Elon Musk's, uh, business. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't like the vibes. I don't like that. That's all that everyone talks about now. Like the last, whatever. I just hate what's going on there. And I don't want to see it every day. Stressful, annoying. I don't like it. You feel like your life gotten better since you deleted it? Worse. No, I don't know. It's, it's probably the same. <laughs> I just don't, you know, it's probably pretty, it's marginally different. I don't even know of which, which direction. Hopefully better. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I just knew, the thing is, is it, it, it's the the transitional phase of like, all right, so what do I do to replace like the dumb time that I had spent doing that? You know what I mean? So it's like, how do I fill that gap? Do I eat cereal? Do I play in the garden? <laughs> you turn into you turn into nineteen ninety two Seinfeld. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go nine. Uh, it, yeah, I like cereal, and that's the it's relatable. I, this Seinfeld is a relatable <laughs> man on every front. No, no qualifiers. We all want to date seventeen-year-olds. <laughs> so you can you can uh, hide the facts all you want. Everyone's thinking we all want to do it. So when uh, Jay Leno burned up in his own garage, oh. I thought of you instantly. Because I like Jay Leno, or no, because no one was talking about little Jay Leno, <laughs> uh, old little like, Jay oh, Leno. That's Joe and Twitter right there. But you're not on you know, with no Twitter right now. Sorry, I do. Yeah, I hope Jay is okay. I'm gonna try to catch him at Flappers. Um, he's back on the scene. I probably is missed he already? him already. Yeah, he's he's already uh, back. I I bet he's got great. Uh, it, this is like when Richard Pryor uh, <laughs> caught himself on fire making crack. Uh, it's the exact same. <laughs> and now it's Jay. Jay's going to have killer material about setting himself on fire playing with his cars. Do you, so was, was Jay Leno making a car or making gasoline? He was making crack. He was, oh. <laughs> Jay Leno is also making crack. You see the Metallica announced their new tour today? I didn't. No, that's, um, that's, that'll be fun. Are you going? I probably will. Uh, two, oh, number one, number one. Uh, 
I had tickets to their, or I had pressed for their Baltimore date for mm-hmm. their last show. And I was like, I don't really, it's kind of far. It's not and that far. Not realizing, it? oh, Metallica plays like the area once every four to five years. Yeah. And it's not always in the same state. So like, now I have to wait a decade if I want to see Baltimore again. But that review got like, it was a glowing review in the Washington Post. And that whole tour was just really, really well received. And I've never seen them live. You got to do it. So, no, I've never seen them live either. Yeah. I don't have to do anything. And um, <laughs> the, the two things I noticed about this tour, which I just, one is just like, this is perfect. I don't want these guys to die. They announced the two years. But if you look at it, like, it's all weekend stuff. So it's like, they're going to play Norway and then go home for a week. And then they're going to mm-hmm. go play LA and then go home for, et cetera. It's brilliant. It's, it's how to like, you know, do this at a certain age where it's not sad or weird at all. And number two, Pantera's on the tour for a little bit. Okay. You're, yeah, you're, you're big Pantera fella. I hate him. Uh, <laughs> how do you do Pantera when the two, two of the dudes are dead and not like, oh, they passed away of, uh, dr- they got killed on stage. Yeah. And it's like the main whaley guy and the drummer. Yes. <laughs> That's me- how, how is that Pantera? I mean, I I don't know. You, they have to listen. If you're the other guys in Pantera, the other guy in Pantera started like this really great, like orchestra alt country, not as full of white supremacy stuff. It was pretty good. Yeah, how much money is that making? Nothing. I don't know, dude. There's you're making money off of your non (laughs) uh, white power band. (laughs) You out of your mind? Are you sure you're still not on Twitter? Don't you know where the money is? You maniac! You have to. You have to have. Yeah. What's what's his? Um, he it. He said something that like made everybody upset about some kind of white power thing. Phil Anselmo. Yeah. Didn't he say something that was like? It was like a jokey thing, but it's like we know that you probably are this way. What's... I feel like he had a thing, but I don't remember what it was. But Dimebag had a Confederate flag on his on his guitar. Like what do you, I don't know. The band is not shy. Former pa- this. this is from February 1st, 2016. Former Pantera singer Phil Anselmo appears to give a Nazi salute before screaming white power at a gig at the annual oh. dime bash event. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Whatever that, <laughs> that kind of thing. You know what? To be fair to him, to be fair, that's January of 2016. If anything, he set the tone. He's ahead of the curve. Trend setting. So what we need to do as forward-thinking Americans, is ask him what's next. Uh, yeah, well, that, just the, ride the, that the, wave. The crystal ball of Phil Anselmo. Um, yeah. where 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 are we as a nation heading? Uh, and uh, I will. All... <laughs> why why do I want that for a shirt? <laughs> the whole sentence. <laughs> yeah, the crystal ball of Phil Anselmo, comma. Where are we headed? <laughs> You know, you can make a t-shirt that says anything these days. You really can. You can really what a time. Anything, anything your mind can conjure, what you can put on a t-shirt. It's a it's an incredible time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> the t-shirt the t-shirt options are fucking endless. <laughs> Pantera t-shirt. They got the wrong one. Uh, oh, good time. Damn. Yeah, so go see him, and and I'm you can go late. Pantera, I, they do nothing for me really. But you don't like the worst guitar tone of all time. It really is bad, isn't it? It's like it's the, the worst guitar tone of all time. 
Yeah, it all sounds like um like a like a so like high and like like the solos are so like I it automatically puts you inside of a guitar center. Yeah, I don't like it. Could, I I did a uh, ranking of I never published it. The worst guitar tones of all time with the best Ooh, rips of all time. This is the most forty year old yeah. shit I've ever heard. But I am from hell. One of the so on board. <laughs> one of the best rips of all time. One of the worst guitar tones of all time. Uh, wait, which one? Cowboys from Hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so it's such a perfect riff. It's almost unlistenable. If if you're if you're ranking the guitar tones, who is your top tier? Uh, Who's got the guys? best guitar tone of all time? Of all time? Yeah, who are your tone boys? Well, that's the thing. It's like, do you count my bloody Valentine's guitar tone as a tone? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's it's kind that's of just an like, ethos. It's kind of a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. it's the. Um, I I yeah I'd count it. I I I think if you count that, then yeah, Kevin Shields number one. Yeah. Um, okay. If I, if you don't count it, then I go Hendrix one, Johnny Marr two. Okay. Um, I think I'm a, I think I'm putting D Boone real high from the Minutemen. Sure. Uh, who else has a good like a good? Ooh, that's a you know right. You could go the the, the good thing about it, the fun part about it, the most difficult part about it is. Do you do album by album? Do you do tour by tour? Do you do go career? Because you could say like, oh, I put ZZ Top in there. But if you hate the like 80s ZZ Top, you might not want to include them. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're doing late 70s ZZ Top, Billy Gibbons guitar tone. I don't know. Fucking 73 shit, man. Like, yeah. give me that Fandango live album. Like, but that's not the hits. That's not legs. But I like the tone of legs. So, yeah. They're, they're, okay. What we're getting at is two different things. And they're both just painfully <laughs> like weird old music perverts. I've aged into work. this. I know what I'm doing. But uh, the uh, one of the categories is guitar player, like career wise, like mm-hmm. it, it, it encapsulating the entire like player. The other one is like you could even do song by song, you know, yeah, of course, re- recording by recording. The tone yeah. on you know the Band of Gypsies mm-hmm. uh, album, Hendrix album. Versus uh, the, yeah, the, uh, what's the early, like ZZ Top or whatever. Whatever. You could go, there's a couple different ways to do it. I'd go um, album, to, album to album, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If, if that's the categorization, I still probably have the, those three in that order. I, yeah, I, I, I get it. I like that. I, those, those are all good choices. All fantastic. But and, and the thing about it is those people's riffs aren't as good without those tones. Yeah, no, so that, that's what makes it. I mean, like, yeah. it, I think you know nothing, nothing new here, n- new ideas here. But uh, once, uh, like ACDC became the the Mutlang production, like clean stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. well, it's not doing it's doing less for me now. Yeah, the, but I don't the, think the riffs are as good, but they're doing less. I don't think Mutt ever took away from the no. formula where it hurt it. Yeah, it just made it more uh, broadly appealing. I, yeah. I, you know, it's it's still good, but it's like, I like the fact that it sounded um, like messy before. So do you think that's the mud of it all, or do you think that's them losing <laughs> just the, their, mud of it all. the lead singer due to alcoholism, and we, maybe we need to like streamline this process? Oh, it's it's those are definitely connected. It's a hey, we gotta get our act together a little bit. <laughs> you know, I don't want everyone just dropping dead. 
and then and with that comes a little more like, all right, let's let's bring in uh, the mud. Have a more adult sound. That is such a power move. We're gonna name one album Highway to Hell, and then the next album, Back in Black, Hell's Bells. Yeah. Our lead singer's dead. We are acknowledging this head on. It's pretty great. That, and that they did that in like under a year, which is that's crazy. Yeah. Like I I that's after he died, it was like six months or something. Like it was crazy. They had to be writing that album like at the funeral. Yeah. Or <laughs> They're like, yeah, just at the funeral, like, ah, death, this gives me an idea. I got, <laughs> I got an idea. <laughs> this guy solved our writer's block. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, good band. Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd say uh, uh, Malcolm Young, favorite guitar player of all time. He's your favorite guitar player of all time? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. That's good. I mean, he like the the amount of just great catchy shit he wrote. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. Do the Strokes owe Malcolm Young for their entire fashion sense? I, you know, I was not. I, I didn't think that's where the question was going to end. But now I think you're. Um, right. Everybody thinks of Angus, right? Angus yeah. is the schoolboy, whatever. Fuck that. <laughs> but Malcolm yeah. is like the entire early aughts. Is just like everyone just yeah. looks like Malcolm Young. Tight T-shirt, tight jeans, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Are yeah. you gonna? Did you ever read "Meet Me in the Bathroom"? Uh, I did the audio book. Yeah. Okay. So the documentaries just came out, and I'm in the process of figuring out what David Bowie record every single band that's featured in that book is ripping off of, and, I, and I'm down to three records. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh... I think it's Lodger. Who, who you think everyone is ripping off? Every, you can pinpoint the sound of every single band in that book based on one of three David Bowie records. Mm-hmm. And I'm going song by song. This is who this is they're doing. This is who this is doing. This is the yeah, yeah. This is the Walkman, et cetera. Yeah. Okay. And so you're, you're, you're thinking the common thread for most is Lodger, or there's a couple other albums that you're, you're There's a couple saying. other albums that also qualify. that, Like, oh, it, it, there's, I think it is Lodger. But if it's not Lodger, it's like, well, it's definitely like late 70s, early 80s coked up Bowie is just that 20 years later. And they are all trying to look like Mutt Lang. Not Mutt Lang, sorry. They're, yeah, the Malcolm, Malcolm Young. They're all trying to marry Shania Twain. Mutt Lang was the, yeah, the fashion icon. I don't even know what, I honestly don't know what he dresses like. Uh, all I know is he's Shania Twain's now ex-husband. Yeah. That's yeah. These are these are the details I know. He did the Def Leppard records and the uh, Shania Twain records, and yeah, yeah. Guy knows what he's doing. Does he? I mean, I'd say yeah. How do you, how do you argue with his track record of hit records? It's it's a good record. It's nuts. Did he um, kill the lead singer of ACDC? Everyone killed him. <laughs> <laughs> the society killed Bon Scott. Man. <laughs> That's your T-shirt, Pantera, twenty twenty-two. Society killed Bon Scott, man. <laughs> I, you know Wait, what? I, I would wear it. Good... I absolutely would wear a Society killed Bon Scott, man T-shirt. What if it just says Bon Scott, man? <laughs> I'd wear any. Uh, I think T-shirt that's just text about <laughs> Frank text about Bon Scott. <laughs> uh, so I've been dizzy for like two weeks. Inner ear issue? What's up? Yeah, I think so. Uh, how's it going? 
I'm gonna there. I'm going to a doctor tomorrow for them to take my blood. <laughs> you you let them take a little bit of blood. You don't know what they're doing with that stuff. This definitely sounds like you're on Twitter. They're gonna clone you, dude. That's cool. <laughs> Can you imagine if they? Why, why would they ever? They're like, yeah, let's just clone this dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's a guy. He's got thoughts yeah. about guitar tone. Yeah, this is what we need more of. They're not even controversial thoughts. <laughs> yeah, it's very like yeah. Oh, Hendrix was a good had good well, guitar. What, what a thought. Yeah, this is a let's put it in the cover story of No Shit Sherlock magazine, <laughs> which has a huge readership. It's massive. <laughs> Who thought? I didn't know. I didn't know. I had to look <sighs> it up, but yeah. I mean, it, it, to, to not advertise them is silly. Just the amount of <laughs> readers they have. Just if you don't put your Chevy ad in that. Uh, so you know, so what are the, you're going to lose your blood to these uh, to the the elite these fucking uh, vampires. Yeah. Then I'm going to talk about Neil Young's Vampire Blues. I just I had that in the car just yesterday. I had that yep. album on on the CD player in the car yesterday. And when you say CD player, you mean uh, my CD player in my car. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Do you like that album more that you live in LA? Yeah. Yeah, I think I liked it a lot prior, and I like it a lot more now. It is, yeah. I think it's also uh, aging. Just So anything on the beach or anything Neil Young, you're like, oh, I like it more. I think everyone ages into liking Neil Young a little bit more every year. Um, I'm with you. You know, just a little, it's, it, it chips away, and it just, a little bit more every year. You're like, I fucking, Neil Young was just, he was just good and... Uh, all the right moves, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, that's a good, solid move there, Neil. Great work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. No controversial statements here. This is the yeah, I know. Well, let's say something fucked up. <laughs> give me, give me a fucked up music take then. Uh, I don't really have any. I just like no, good music. So they got to have something that is just like this is repulsive. You're saying something like like. I, I don't know if this is a, a, a con- it's controversial because they're obviously very popular, but I think Aerosmith is the grossest band that's ever existed. No, I Kiss. They're, I think they're disgusting. No, Kiss, and then probably number two, the Stones. Stones might be number one. No. Uh, see, this is, this. now we're getting into controversy. I think Kiss is aging better for me than I expected. Because there's no shame in it? Yeah. Okay. I think it's an understood uh thing and I, I think i like uh gene simmons more than i did five years ago you know I'm, is that because you did a kiss-a-thon honestly yeah part of it is like you know the things that you that you're drawn towards hating a lot of the times the more you learn about them because you hate them then you're like ah, i fucking get it no, i don't oh, hate no. kiss though that's the difference i used to really dislike kiss i never dislike kiss i always like kiss so where yeah so from from the starting point of liking kiss is it waning or is it, is it, uh, are you like, Hey, I like them just as much or a little bit less every year. Okay. Yeah. A little bit less every year. What's your favorite kiss song? All time. Is it an, even a kiss? Is it a kiss song or is it an ace song? New is York groove, New York groove. Yeah. So I'll tell you a good guitar tone. Ace freely, man. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Rocket ride. Give me a break. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I feel like, for Kiss, it's like if I want that music of any era, like of any of the Kiss, like I'll just listen to Thin Lizzy. I get it. And yeah. I like that version more. And I don't, I don't dislike Kiss at all. And if I want like disco metal, I'll just listen to disco. I, yeah. I mean, there's always like uh, it, kid, or sorry, Kiss is for like kids, it feels mm-hmm. like. And I didn't, 
as a kid, I never liked things that were supposed to be for kids. Like I didn't like action movies as a little kid. I was an, I thought they were stupid. I was like, this is dumb as shit. And then as I aged, I was like, no, these are the, these are the most fun kinds. And I, I think kiss went that same route where I'm like, yeah, kiss is like the last boy scout. Uh, of music. 100% understand what you're saying. The difference is Kiss, specifically Gene. No, it's not just Gene. It's the whole band. And their appearance in Decline 2 is what... It, it takes away that divorce between art and commerce. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, what like what element are you saying is of like them oh, in decline of Western civilization yeah. too, part two, right? What they're what they're doing in that, what they represent is no longer just tongue in cheek fun mm-hmm. and partying. It's just like, oh, this is sad. Sure, it's just sad for everyone involved. I mean, like, what isn't Motorhead <laughs> in that, that exact hell? Even Ozzy in that movie, like Ozzy's playing up the drug addict thing like he's playing up how fucked up he is yeah and i think fucking lemmy comes off great in that movie sure and those are like the successful i'm using quotes those are the successful guys in the movie versus the up-and-comers and there's a way to do it and not be sad and there's a way to do it and make your whole life a cartoon and it's fine to be a cartoon but other people are getting hurt by this cartoon now that's kissed so, to me so i i feel like when i watched the um that documentary that was about Lemmy from maybe like, I don't know, 10-ish years ago or yeah. something like that, that to me was like, oh, I'm bummed now about Lemmy. Oh, yeah, Lemmy. for sure. Where yeah. he's like dyeing his hair and drinking a bottle of whiskey a day, and I'm just like, this sucks, No, man. I'm with you, but that's that's a, that's 2010 Lemmy. I'm talking yes. about 1980 Lemmy. You, he, never, he never changed. Yeah. 1980 yes. Lemmy is fine, or 1980-whatever Lemmy is not the same. Yeah, as, because he was a younger man, and it was yes, different. Yes. yes, but that's what I'm saying is that like at some point everything is sad. <laughs> On the timeline of things, Kiss was sad at this point, but now I don't think they're as sad. And then no, I can't Lemmy, agree with you. On Lemmy that. was sad. Agree. No, later, I can't agree with early. you on that. I I think that as Gene got older, he's like, uh, like seeing a video of him. Uh, uh, playing with the Melvins, is, I think, is what switched the thing in my brain where I'm like, oh, he's just like a dude. And he wants to just like he's he did the act for a long time. And I think he's he's now just kind of like and now I'm just like a guy and I'm just trying to hang. And there's stuff I like and I'm going to I'm going to do it. Uh, I'll pop I'll pop in and, and jam with the Melvins or whatever or like uh yeah, I don't know. There's, I, I feel like I'm, I'm softening on him being a dickhead, and I know he's a dickhead, but or yeah. do you just like the Melvins enough where you don't care? That might be part of. I mean, that's obviously part of it. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I guess I'm just, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm becoming more like open to whatever that is, whatever Gene is. I'm just like whatever. That's fine. I get, that. I get why you're saying it. he, because Gene never pretended to not be that. Yeah, and I I went through a, a phase of being like, and I hate that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I still like, I still do, but it, now it seems like, I, am I? There's bigger problems. I don't give a shit anymore. Name one bigger problem than Gene Simmons uh, being <laughs> being kind of an asshole. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize this was going to be a gotcha podcast. 
I, know. I can't think of one worse thing. You're right. <laughs> uh, when's your next show? Um, uh, January. Are you in excited? San, uh, San Francisco. Ooh, Sketchfest. Ooh la la. Yeah. Are you excited? Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I love San Francisco. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe I'll hang out with Metallica. They're from there, right? That's cool. Yeah. Oh my god, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, come hang out. We'll go to we'll go to all the old haunts, all the old SF haunts. Where do we you know how we do? Where where do we go? The, you go see the Warriors. Yeah. The movie The Warriors. I'd see it. <laughs> I don't give the a bridge. fuck. I'll, I'll see it. <laughs> the full house house. You ever, you ever driven on that bridge? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's no. pretty cool. That, that, yeah. Listen, that, that's something you don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Get it's a, a classic. Anchor Steam? I think they're there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last time I was there, I got an Airbnb down the block from their thing, their uh, brewery. Oh, that's cool. Good beer? Yeah. Not a lot of bad beers at this point. I, it, it, we know enough to not make a bad beer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you when you do get a bad beer, now you're like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> like, is that the thing? How, is this the gimmick? How did you do this? This is the kiss of beers. <laughs> Actually, I'm sure Kiss has. Oh, a they beer. have to have a beer. They, they at least have, have, have a cold soda. Gin. Yeah, they have. They have everything. Everything they've. Uh, I tried their sodas. I got their sodas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tastes like soda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you're paying for the label. <laughs> <laughs> if I get you a Kiss custom smoker, will you use it? Yeah, absolutely. Here's a better question. What could I get you of Kiss that you wouldn't use? Um, I, I know that they make these, and this is uh, the Kiss coffin. But you would just use it for like a cooler. Uh, yeah, okay. So like... Yeah. That's I, one of the easiest things to use. Yeah, I just don't want to be buried in a Kiss coffin. That's you all. Say that I'm now. You say that now. You say that now. Every year, if I get a little bit more into Kiss, every year, <laughs> theoretically, by the time I'm death age, uh, I will love Kiss so and much. And based on Metallica, what we know, your lifestyle determines your death style. <laughs> oh fuck! It finally came around. You are truly some kind of monster. <laughs> <laughs> What Shut the computer. Whole... <laughs> Shut it. What Shoot it into the ocean. Horrible record. Funniest movie it's... of all time? Uh, yeah. No, okay. You say shittiest record. Um, it's going to get the the reappraisal, and people are going to appreciate it. And I, I think it's already starting. Some I think kind of monster? Yeah. No, you're wrong. Or the same no. anger. That that record is going to come around. People are going to no. Like, you're 100. You know, we, we were too hard on the drum sound. No, we it's were... not the drums. It's not the drums. It's the whole record is start to finish garbage. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying it is Culture not even close. Come to the worst to record in their catalog. Their What's last the... two records are fantastic. Um. Yeah. What was I? I, I listened to Death Magnetic. That Death one. Magnetic was like I think oh, I might even these are ages ago. Like it's great. Yeah, that's a pretty the good. The last two records are great, but holy shit, some kind of sorry, Saint Anger is unlistenable. I I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying society is wrong, man. <laughs> Phil Anselmo, yep. 2022. Oh, I'm excited for your excitement about San Francisco. 
Thanks, man. That's it. I'm, I'm really I'm looking forward to having maybe a dinner or something there. It'll be great. With Metallica, we've established this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't I, I maybe go to the to the to the forest, uh, Mere Woods. That's the that's the hot spot. Very uh, calming. That's feels nice. good. Feels good over there. That's nice. Yeah. There's listen, there's stuff to do. <laughs> How much would I okay, would you wear a Pantera shirt? No, because I don't like the band. What if I give you a shirt and it's a Pantera shirt? <laughs> I, I mean, like, I, I, I would maybe wear it to the gym. Would you really? Yeah. If, if what if you what if it's a shirt that says I don't like Pantera, I just like what they believe in. <laughs> does it does it say anything on the back? <laughs> like J.K. LOL. Or <laughs> it also says I also like J.K. Ro- J.K. Simmons. Ro- Which one's the bad one? J.K. Um, Simmons is the actor. Yeah, Simmons is the actor. J.K. Rowling is the uh, transphobe. Uh, and I also author. agree with J.K. Rowling, and there's a photo of J.K. Simmons. Creator of brown-haired wizards. And <laughs> Once again, which one's which? <laughs> if you're saying that there should be a t-shirt that says, I love J.K. Rowling, <laughs> and it's a picture of J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't wear it. On the back of a Pantera shirt. On, yeah, this is... You're leading me down this path that I'm just uninterested in. <laughs> We're sponsored by One Hour Tees. <laughs> yeah, go print up. Hey, go print up. That's why. Yeah, you see that Twitter account T-shirts that go hard. That's yeah. Like the, I'll never see it again. Here's here's my Shania Twain take on that. That don't impress me much. Uh, you can make a T-shirt say fucking anything. I don't care that it's on a t-shirt. <laughs> that means nothing to me. It, you might as well just write it on a fucking scrap of paper and throw it in the ocean. I don't give a shit. Well, that's how you pollute in beautiful San Francisco. Yep. Yes, it is. <laughs> go Giants. Go Niners. We love them, folks. Hey, you might get a catch-up Super Bowl. Rematch. I think, uh, I think the Chiefs are going... And I think yeah. they're, I think they're going to play. Uh, I've made two bets on it, and I bet that they would uh, play the Niners and the Bucks. Both of them are repeats uh, of Super Bowls past, and I I think either one is. Um, You'd likely. be the heavy favorite for either. What do you want to happen? Uh, storybook wise, it's Bucks? the Bucks. Yeah. It's the Bucks, and Patrick Mahomes beats Tom Brady, and then he officially says, "I'm out." Bye. That's Brady the says I'm out by your Mahomes is like curveball. I'm Cur- out. Curveball f- five years into a, a career, I'm out. <laughs> I'm gonna be an analyst. Fuck you yeah. guys. I mean, it's it saves your brain. It's good. Uh, no, this the, yeah, the storybook is the it's Chiefs Bucks, uh, Chiefs when Brady retires. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't think I think the real answer is that uh, it's um, Chiefs Niners, Chiefs win. Garoppolo leaves and then Tom Brady goes to the Niners next season. Yeah. That's what I think is actually going to happen. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like it's going to be Niners or Eagles. Eagles are good. Eagles are okay. I know it's, it's insane to say that to a team that's only lost one game, but like, I don't know. The Niners look like they're hot and you don't want to count Tom Brady out, but age does matter. And, ah, you, uh, I think that I'd put money on the Chiefs for sure. I think that's the the uh, the big favorite at this point. Yeah. 
So a lot of controversial statements in this episode. Yeah, we're really uh, we're really mixing it up, and I, I hope you don't get too many <laughs> angry emails about this episode. Yeah, me too. Me hey, too. A, a quick shout out to listen uh, for anyone listening to this. Watch the the, the YouTube music video uh, for "Love in an Elevator" by Aerosmith, and then tell me that's not the grossest band on planet Earth. That's all. Yeah, I don't think you're going to have a problem finding people to agree that they're the grossest band on earth. You disagreed with me. <laughs> I still think Kiss is more gross. That's fair, but I, I'm just saying it's it's the most controversial thing I could I could whip up for this uh, on such short notice. I, I didn't I didn't know I was going to have to. You're not going to go with I don't know Mayhem. They're uh, they're not gross. <laughs> They're bad. They're attractive murderers. They're not. They're not gross, though. I think I'm. I'm not repulsed by them because I don't even really know what they look like. That's fair. And they didn't like hump microphones and. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. They just like knives and stuff. Yeah. What's sillier, liking Aerosmith or liking knives? Well, it's mm, liking. Yeah, like liking. Because I have knives. Yeah, but you don't like collect knives, like no. put them on walls and stuff. I don't do that. Uh, they're they're. I mean, it's it's obviously far more acceptable to go to an Aerosmith concert and be an Aerosmith fan. These are things that are societally accepted. <laughs> knives have a stigma for being like a knife guy. Yeah, you don't you don't say like oh it's an Aerosmith guy. You know, I think well, it, they're too common. They're too everyone is on board. I don't know about this point. You're part of the Aero Force? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's the Aerosmith fan club. I guess I have not. Because <laughs> Garth wears that shirt. The Aero Force? Yeah, Garth's part of the Aero Force. Um, did you see they re-released uh, a 4K Blu-ray of Wayne's World? No. And they have in it the original audio of Wayne playing Stairway in the guitar shop. No! I've never heard it before. I went over to our our mutual friend, CJ's house, the other day, and we watched that scene. <laughs> I went over just to watch that one scene because he got the Blu-ray. <laughs> That's fun. They they re, they replaced the... or It's probably a mistake, to be honest, uh, that they you know got like an old master of it and, and redid it. But yeah, they, they have the a teeny little bit of Stairway because they, yeah, they subbed it out with like some other, not even a sound alike. It just sounded like shit when they, yeah, that's gone now. Cool. Yeah. It's pretty that's cool. That's the only difference? Yes. That's, that's literally the only thing. This is, yeah. <laughs> the dumbest shit in the world. Yes. Well, glad you got Mike Myers more money. Hey, I, big fan over here. <laughs> I mean, if you count the the amount of hours that he of entertainment that man's given me, not with movies alone, with me talking about his movies. Are you talking about his movies? Thousands of hours. Yes, thousands of hours. Total yes. movies? I don't know, eight. That's Maybe generous. Nine. I mean, both Wayne's worlds. I'll count those. Love Guru. Please, let's count that can twice. We, can we get serious, please? The two, the two Wayne's, glorious bastards. The two Wayne's, the Austin Powers. So I married an axe murderer. We got four. We got four films. You don't go all three Shreks, all four Shreks. I've never seen them. You don't go. The the what was the one where he's a flight attendant? Love Guru. 
shot it. I think that is the one. No, it isn't. It's definitely not. It's like him and Gwyneth Paltrow are flight attendants. I think it's Love Guru. All right. This is going nowhere. <laughs> you want to watch Love Guru? I've never seen it, and I don't think I'm ever going to. You say that. I do. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you have an agency. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do it. I, I, I cut out Twitter, and I'm cutting out the Love Guru. I'm quitting cold turkey both in the same week. You say that now. Catch me. Catch up with me in a couple weeks. I bet you're on the Love Guru in a couple. I'm gonna weeks. I'm going to be just watching it nonstop. It's going to be. It's going to be sick. I'm going to be in like a little like opium den with TV walls of the Love Guru. You're going to reenact Scott Walker songs. Is. <laughs> I, yeah, it's going to be a mess. I, this is this is this is the beginning of the end for me. <laughs> Just nonstop love guru and Pantera all the way into San Francisco. The summer of the love guru. That's going to be 2023. Put that in a shirt. Put put that on a fucking shirt, dude. <laughs> I, I, I bet you bet you uh, bet you wouldn't do it. You, you friggin' pussy. <laughs> You don't have the you don't have the stones to put that on a t-shirt. Right. <laughs> Show is just daring people to make the custom t-shirts. You can, yeah. Listen, let's yeah. We'll we'll make some fun t-shirts. We'll come back and do another episode uh, video version of the podcast with yeah. our fun t-shirts. Uh, have fun. Thank you for doing this. <laughs> Anytime. I'm, I don't having, know, man. I'm, I'm having a blast. <laughs> I gotta buy you so many things now. I hope you wrote all this down. Jesus Christ. I got transcription services. Kiss kiss coffin. Yeah. <laughs> Love guru Blu-ray. Love guru on blue 4K 4K Blu-ray. Where this in this one the Love Guru plays stairway. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you me them everybody is produced by me brandon weatherby we've been doing this since 2008 this is year 15 we have a patreon account please consider donating at you me them everybody.com and in this podcast description the most recent year of shows is available in itunes and spotify the first 15 years all 15 years all 900 plus episodes are available at you me them everybody Dot com. Follow us on all the social media handles you could think of. It's at sign Y-M-T-E. Our art is by Jillian Ron, and our music is by Daniel Knox. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful night. I'll hunt the places that you've been sleeping.